Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sheep Get Sheared podcast, home of people, politics, and popular culture. I'm your host, Austin Creed, and I want to welcome you to the morning show. This morning, we're talking about the idea of money. Now, I want to ask you a question. Before we jump in and we go down this very complicated rabbit hole, I want to ask you something. Are you comfortable with money? Now, that might seem a little strange. That might seem weird of me to ask. I mean, money is money, right? Shouldn't be that complicated. Well, as soon as I bring up the phrase money, I can attract very severe criticism from a lot of people because everybody has their own way of making money, attracting money, how you can compound money. You know, I found it very strange, and I should probably add that I find it really sad that the earning of money is not taught in our school systems. Not in America, not in the UK, not in the European Union, no, and nowhere in the world. Even though money is a monicum of exchange and it's used worldwide, we don't teach people how to earn money. Now you might say, well, Austin, I mean, don't be ridiculous. We are taught to earn, we're taught how we earn money excuse me we're taught how we earn money we go to school we will get a job and then we work our way up the corporate ladder and that's how we earn money right well no that's only one way you could potentially earn money but before we discuss what money is and if you're comfortable with it i want to ask you if you even know what it is what how would you define money now, if you say that money is the, the paper that you put in your wallet, or it's the balance in your bank account, or it's the amount of assets that you possess, I'm going to have to respectfully disagree. That is not what money is. Money is an idea. Now, that might sound really stupid and woo-woo-woo witchy type. I get it. I understand. When, it was, when this was first explained to me, I had the very same response. I said, ah, come on, get off it. What the hell are you talking about? This is ridiculous. But then when I started to understand it, break it down, it really started to make sense to me. But I want you to really ask yourself, what is money? And how do you view, how did you get this view of money? Were you more poor growing up? Were you born rich? It's a very complicated question, I understand. But here's what I believe money to be. Money is a reward for the services that you render. In other words, it all goes back to the parable that Jesus told about the sower and the seed. You will receive money based upon what it is you gave, whether it be a product or a service. Now, if that product or service was in very high demand and a lot of people wanted it, well, then, of course, you're going to receive more money. <clears throat> Whereas if you're flipping burgers at Burger King, working minimum wage up in California, you're going to assume that you're, you should be making more, but when, in fact, you're a low-skilled laborer, so you're going to earn less because your time 
you're trading time for money. That's what most jobs are. You're trading, you clock in. Trading your time for money is the lowest form of how you can actually earn money. Why do I say that? Well, because your time is more valuable than your money. Now, if you're younger, you're going to disagree. You're going to say, Austin, Austin, I have plenty of time, but not enough money. So how in the world can my time be more valuable than money? Well, you have a very finite amount of time. It can fluctuate based on certain factors, of course, but you can never buy more time versus you can always spend time to obtain more money. This is true. But let me ask you something. Do you think the people, the richest people in our society, do you think that they spend their time for money? No, of course not. And they've gotten to the point where they can leverage their money for more money. Their money is making them more money. And they have other people making them more money. This is how you can grow. This is how you become rich. You have to think Use your brain to give, provide for others, and you will grow rich. This is exactly what Napoleon Hill talks about, and this is why I view him as such an inspirational philosopher of the field, because he saw what the most rich and successful men in world history, how they obtained their money, and how they continue to grow their wealth starting from nothing with nothing but an idea they grew into multi-billion dollar businesses by today's standards accounting for inflation my friends this is something that can change your life forever forever and yet so many people whenever the term that money is mentioned they get squeamish they say oh hold on a minute I don't like this conversation I get uncomfortable I don't want to talk about it well, okay. Uh, what would you rather talk about? You want to talk about uh, that, that hot girl that you walked by yesterday? You want to talk about um, what some random celebrity is doing? You want to talk about these lower forms of existence and what they're doing as opposed to what you can be doing to make yourself better? You know, I want to tell you a story. Yesterday, I went to my local bookstore. And I decided I was not going to leave until I w sold my book. I walked in. I wanted to get the lay of the land first. I didn't want to just walk up to the counter, put my book on the counter and say, Hey, you're going to buy this because it's fantastic. No, no, no. Too aggressive. I'm not going to do that. That, that. That's a little too much. So what did I do? Well, I went to the back and I looked at the personal development section. I looked at the self-improvement section. I looked at the Christianity, every category that biblical bachelor could fit into. I looked at all the books they had and I scanned one by one. I looked at the title and you know what I saw? I saw Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. I listened to it about ha at least halfway through every night. I would listen to the whole thing, but it's 10 hours. I don't sleep for 10 hours. So I listened to it. I opened the book. And you wouldn't guess what page I scrolled to. I scrolled to, I believe it's, it's in the introduction. I think it's one of the first pages in the book. I think it's like page 10. It's either 9 or 19 or something like that. I don't remember. I'm used to listening to the audio book. 
But the reason I bring this up is I go to the section where he's talking about Mr. Darby, the guy who did not, he was this close to finding a gold vein during the gold rush. And he didn't get it. He was so close, but he gave up. And then he went back home. And there was this little girl who was asking him for 50 cents while he was pouring grain into the granary. And he said, I'm not going to give you 50 cents. What are you, stupid? I'm not giving you 50 cents. She said, okay. But she didn't leave. She stood there. She asked him again. And he said, no. She asked for a third time. He drops the sack of grain. He goes up to her and he says, I will beat you. You need to go away. She got, she did not run. She did not hide. She did not cry. She looked at him and she said, you're going to give me that 50 cents. Loud as she could possibly say it right in his face. You know what he did? He gave her the 50 cents. They got making it up. Go read Thinking Grow Rich. And then it talks about right after that, she looked at the man she had just conquered and walked away. My friends, do you have that kind of attitude when it comes to your life? Do you have that attitude of, I will not rest. I will not let someone turn on me down when it comes to an opportunity. I will not let them turn me away. I will plant myself like a tree and I will not give up. I will not back down. I will not accept defeat. Do you have that mentality? When I walked into the bookstore, I looked around. I was nervous. I was extremely nervous. But you know what I said? I read that scene and thinking girl rich. And I said to myself, I will not leave until this book is in a staff member's hand. And that's exactly what I did. I had a very great conversation with a guy named Sergio. He's a nice guy. He seems to care about these issues of the, the younger men face. He doesn't like the idea of the more toxic, you know, quote unquote toxic people like like Tate and in his words, Jordan Peterson and the others have. I, I sympathize with where he's coming from. And I told him that Biblical Bachelor is all about bridging that gap because, of course, I bring up their talking points, but I also bring up the talking points of the scripture and what traditionalism talks about in the form of protecting and preserving as well, because it's all about bringing things together, bringing people together. Now that is using your head. That is not accepting defeat, not giving up. How many of you think you can do the same? I know you can. But the question is, are you comfortable with being outside of your comfort zone? Are you going to let there are you going to let your opportunity slip by or are you going to advocate for yourself every single day? You need to do that. Cuz if you don't, you're the only one who's going to suffer the consequences. My friends, are you comfortable with money? Because the more money you have, the more problems that will come with it. If you think that money's going to solve all your problems, <laughs> I'm here to tell you, not true. In fact, it's the opposite. More money, more problems. When people want to talk about when they are broke, they want to talk about money problems. They don't have money problems. 
Lack of money is their problem. They don't have a lot. They don't have money problems when they have no money. How is that possible? My friends, when I look at the mindset of all too many people in this country and around the world, and I notice that people want to talk about they want to earn more money, they deserve more money, but I look at their lives, they're not giving anything but lip service. They're not giving anything but hot air and idealism, and they're not actually putting in any work to receive money in return for their product or service that they're rendering. They just want it for free. And Law 40, the 48 Laws of Power by Robert Greene states the following, despise, not, not, how, not have disdain, not be disappointed, despise the free lunch because it is never what you deserve. It is always going to be an inferior version of that which you desire. And let me tell you, money is no different. If you want to make millions of dollars, if you want to be the next billionaire, you can't be doing the bare minimum. Enough people are doing that already. It's not going to work. You need to separate yourself from the pack and you need to make sacrifices and you need to become comfortable with this idea that money is a reward for the services that you render. So then you must focus not upon reaping the harvest, but upon sowing the seeds. And in doing so, you will be able to see the most vast, enormous, beautiful garden you will ever see. But it takes time, it takes discipline, it takes repetitive purpose and direction to be able to cultivate such a crop. And it will not be easy, but it will be worth it. My friends, God bless you on this beautiful day. God bless your families. God bless America. We will make it. But you must be asking yourself, are you comfortable with money? Because if not, then that is where you must start. Take care of yourselves. I'm out. Peace.